Welcome to the Startup Creative Podcast. I'm your host, Kayleen Langford, founder of Startup Creative, your go-to source for straight-up business advice. Hi guys, it's Kay here from Startup Creative and I'm going to share some insights into peaceful protesting and making lasting change with the movement that's uprising and has been around for tens of years, thousands of years around the Black Lives Matter and supporting our Indigenous communities around the world. I think there's a lot of energy, a lot of passion, a lot of sadness, a lot of anger, and people looking for ways to make sure that their voices are heard to support our communities. And I'm going to give some insights um, from my history of working with Indigenous communities as an Indigenous woman, what I've learnt over the years about how to best support our communities and the marginalised people in this world who don't have a voice. So first and foremost, there is a lot of anxiety. There's a lot of anger and sadness um, vibrating around the world right now. So in order for you to be um, the best help, first, you need to breathe. (laughs) So check in with yourself and ask yourself, when was the last time you actually came back into your body and took a big, deep breath? Because if you're operating from a place of stress and anxiety and anger, then chances are you're going to add to the story of anger and pain and anxiety. Um, So there are some proactive things that you can do to actually help our communities. And before we jump into that, I thought it was important to share a little bit, and I know a lot of people are saying online right now, to go and educate and yourself. So for those of you who don't know, obviously our African-American community has a different story to the Indigenous communities here in Australia. And, you know, this is all around the world. Indigenous people have been marginalised, they've had land taken from them, they've had children, rights, um, dignity stripped from them by a majority group. So here in Australia, Indigenous people have been walking on this land for 40,000 years White people came to this country, to this um, continent here in Australia, and they were threatened and they took the land. They, they killed our people. They took their, their rights, their children, they enslaved them. In America, they, they were imported into America in, you know, I think it's 1400s was, is the first, um, documentation of importing or bringing in African-American people and enslaving them. So their whole story has been enslavement, of being controlled and not having rights. And I think that's the heartbreaking thing that we're all experiencing. And, you know, if you're witnessing Indigenous or African-American people feel angry right now, go and read their stories, understand why why they're feeling because this is that is a vibrational energy that has been passed down through generations when you go through stress and anxiety it actually leaves a blueprint in your body and you pass that down through generations so there's a lot of indigenous people there's a lot of african american people who are feeling very strongly right now and that's fair enough because that is their, that's been their lives that's been their ancestors lives and that's all activating in them right now and if you are a compassionate person, then chances are you're tuning into that pain that they're feeling. So seek to understand that. Seek to understand the story of where it came from and try and put yourself in those shoes. 
But I think it's really important to try and manage our stress and anxiety so that we can actually be a proactive, helpful um, ally for our Indigenous communities at this time. Because if you're operating from a place of stress, fear, anxiety, anger, then you're tunnel visioned, you're reactive, um, you're angry, you're, you're going to add to the story, which has, you know, been around for, for years and years. So try and breathe into your body, connect and think clearly and see what you can do to proactively support and help our communities. It's really normal to have overwhelm and feel out of control in this time. I definitely have felt it in my body, a lot of stress, a lot of sadness. Um, and, you know, if, if you can, if that's what you're experiencing in your body, then it might be worth just taking a big deep breath and managing the cortisol levels of stress that might be racing through your body and try and deactivate that a little bit because it is going to make you a more effective, um, powerful ally. And if we learn anything from the bushfires that happened here in Australia earlier this year, we know that that level of stress and anxiety takes a toll on your body, on your mental health. And um, what businesses are capable of doing right now is using our audiences, using our, our money and our power and our influence to actually um, incite real change here that's going to last beyond this social media trend of, of posting black pictures, you know. I think I look at that and I'm like, well, people are, are wanting to, to show that they're supporting it and that they want to help. But let's start to talk about some things that you can do um, that are going to go beyond, you know, this news cycle right now so that this never happens again. So that our Indigenous people, the African-American people that are suffering so badly in America right now um, have a story change that is going to last into centuries beyond us and that will actually make a real lasting difference because I think that's what gives us hope in this time in when everything feels so out of control and so painful and helpless. If we can do some things now to help um, that make a lasting change, then we're actually changing the story. We're actually using this pain and um, the deaths as a way to make sure that this never happens again. So <clears throat> for me, I think one of the most powerful things we can all do is to um, support and connect with our Indigenous communities. If there's anything that I've learned from my background in social work and working in marginalised Indigenous communities is that we do not know. We don't know what they need. We do not know what they want and the support that they're looking for. Yes, it's nice to post on Instagram or to have an opinion, um, but imagine if everyone who was posting a, a black square on Instagram or, or using the Black Lives Matter um, hashtag reached out to an Indigenous person in their community and said, what do you need and how can we empower you and how can we give you a voice and support you and your community? And I guarantee you it would be so different to, to just having an opinion and, and, you know, using hashtags and social media. So take a moment to find somebody in your community, reach out to them and seek to understand them and their story and what they are needing. 
that's where change happens because that's where it all started, right? White people come in and think that we know best, but who actually sits alongside our Indigenous community and says, we hear you, we see you, and what do you need? You know, I have this Instagram following, I have this blog platform, um, let me help, you know, or I can donate money to to fresh food and clean water and, and housing, you know, whatever whatever is that community might need. Maybe if you're, um, you know, a, a business coach, you can go in and support the growth of small business in Indigenous communities rather than handing it all over to to white people or, um, you know, more, more um, empowered people in our communities. So take some time out to go and seek out somebody in your community and have a conversation, be compassionate, be kind and seek to understand their needs and then what do you have in your circle of influence, in in your bank balance, in your community, in your networks that you can offer to um, empower these communities, to strengthen them, to give them a voice and to help them to stand up for themselves. Yeah. The second tip is to learn from them. And I've seen this and it's been really beautiful. Everyone posting um, resources, whether it's books or movies or websites. But again, go and have those conversations. I know my experience is that Indigenous people tell a great story. They love to share their wisdom. That is, especially in Australia, where um, you know, it's a, we come from a history of yarning circles where people sit around and tell dreamtime stories. So buy your children some great dreamtime stories. Um, read the history of where the Indigenous people came from, but also celebrate it, right? Like that's where it all went wrong is that people came in and said, we don't understand this. We don't, you know, this isn't our world and you're a threat to us. So we're just going to push you down and we're going to keep you small and we're going to silence you. But what would happen if people actually came into and approached our Indigenous communities and said, tell me what you know about this land. Tell me what happened in this place. Tell me how Uluru came to be and the Dreamtime story behind that. What is the rainbow serpent, you know? Really understand their language and it, it's so rich and it's so beautiful. So invest in them, you know, and invest in, in their artwork, invest in their music, you know, go on Spotify and just hit play to some Indigenous artists and that's going to reinvest and empower them to keep making and preserving the sounds and the traditions of our Indigenous community so that it isn't silenced and it, and it isn't locked away. Um, celebrate it because it doesn't have to be this, yes, there's a lot of pain and there's a lot of brokenness and um, they have been silenced and locked up and killed for years and years. Um, but there's so much beauty and there's so much richness in the Indigenous culture. So go and seek to understand their way of cooking and what plants they use for medicine and how they moved about this land before anybody came to colonise it and, you know, what they think of the stars and the, the stories behind you know, um, you know the the crocodiles. I read a story this morning about how, why the crocodile rolls. So I I challenge you to go out and to to celebrate and embrace um, the wisdom of our indigenous people. 
and invest back into them, okay? This is so important, I think. Um, I did a lot of work with St. Vincent de Paul a number of years ago before Startup Creative even existed. And their tagline is giving a hand up, not a handout. And if you're giving handouts, you know, and I think, yes, there's a big room for donations, um, but as businesses, we all know well and good how great it is when someone just buys from you and that you're able to, that it gives you power to go, wow, people love this and want this. And then you get to choose where you spend that money, where you reinvest. So go and buy artwork, play their music, buy their books, buy their stories, um, you know, in a world where we can visit communities, go and travel and spend money there as well. You know, there's, um, I'm doing a, a video today with AIM, who's an in Australian Indigenous mentoring experience, and they sell um, Indigenous hoodies that have the Indigenous artwork on them. So go and seek out your Indigenous businesses and invest and spend money with them and empower them to keep preserving, to keep making to um, yeah, to keep activating their own communities and stories, and um, empower them to with money because at the end of the day, um, there is a lot of discrepancy in um, the the wealth and the um, finance um, access that our indigenous communities have as well. So, if we can put it, um, if we can put money in their hands and empower them to. Um, yeah, have successful businesses in their way, then, you know, I think that goes a long way in um, giving them a voice back that was taken from them. If possible, try and incorporate our Indigenous people into your community. And it doesn't need to be this sympathy, you know, um, poor community. It's about um, showcasing them as powerful, equal beings to every other person on this planet. So if you are a filmmaker, then, you know, cast Indigenous people. If you are a fashion agency, then put Indigenous models in your lookbooks. You know, can you put them on your podcast? Can you um, tell their stories on your blog? Can you showcase them and share their, their Instagrams or their faces on your Instagram account? Um, give, them a, give them a face. Give them a voice. Give them... Um, access to being what you know so many of us in the, a more privileged um, situation have which is the ability to be heard and seen so where possible go out and find those role models and incorporate them into your business and make it a, a thing an ongoing thing that you do perhaps you're a business and you'd like to weave in some social enterprise where you can donate back to an indigenous community um, and that can be an ongoing lasting change when all of the hype dies down I think the most important thing is to make sure that we've used this passion and this energy to put things in place to keep empowering and supporting and giving a voice to our Indigenous communities so that they don't go back to the fringes, they don't go back to the shadows and the voicelessness when, when the anxiety gets too much in our bodies and we decide to go off social media or or to forget about that story and um, because it's too hard and it's too much to, to keep processing. So um, incorporate a lasting change, a, a policy into your business where you can showcase 
um, Indigenous faces, Indigenous voices, Indigenous minds and preserve their stories with them and for them and make sure that that is an ongoing thing that you do long beyond this, um, the hype that's happening right now. Another thing that I think is really powerful and I went to bed thinking about this right now is to try to deactivate some of the anger in your body and channel it into passion and proactive thinking and, you know, open-mindedness. I think when we're in a place of of anger and fight or flight and there's cortisol and stress hormones racing through our body, we become reactive and we're actually adding to the story. And if you think about it, that's where all of this pain began. It became, it started with angry, threatened and passionate people who, who didn't understand and who didn't know. And so to keep activating anger and anxiety in our bodies is to keep adding to the same old story and creating disharmony. So yes, anger is real. And, and the anxieties and the passion that you're feeling right now. And I'm feeling it here with you. I, I've been in tears and I've been sad and I've been overwhelmed. And something that I went to bed thinking last night is how do I calm this down a little bit and use it for good? And that's why I've decided to share this today. So <clears throat> instead of being impulsive and just following trends, try and have some critical thinking. So zoom out and seek to understand what's happening here and why it's happening in the voices. And perhaps you go to reply to a, a, an Instagram post that you don't like or, or to post a, um, a, a charged Instagram or, or social media story or, or, or get into an argument with someone. Um, know that that's just adding to it, you know, and if anything we need right now is is harmony. We need to become allies and stand alongside our communities and to help educate those who don't understand, who aren't seeing the problem. And you can't do that from a place of reactivity because no one will listen to you. And, you know, um, following trends, I think, and just going along with what everyone else is doing is also what has always been done. You know, how many people over the years have sat back and allowed the beatings of our Indigenous people or their rights being taken away from them and done nothing? The same, that is, that is just following the crowds and, and doing what everyone else is doing. So, yes, it's okay to, to do whatever feels right for you, but just be sure that you're having a critical thinking conversation with yourself, that you're tuning into your own wisdom and you're not just doing things because that's what other people are doing. Um, I think it's really important to sit down and, and to go, how can I be of service? How can I help here? And I'm not just going to go along with the crowds because even if it does feel like it's for the right thing, um, it's the same behaviour of just following trends and, and doing, you know, what other people are doing and following the masses. And I think real change comes from people who are able to, to sit outside of the norm and be able to, to look in and say, what's actually happening here um, and how can I help and how can I be of service? Try not to numb out the pain. I think that's something that I've been um, experiencing in my body is how can I numb or project this pain onto somebody else? And again, I think that's inciting and adding to the trauma that have our Indigenous people have felt and that people are feeling in their bodies right now. 
And, you know, that could look like snapping at a family member or, um, you know, just getting really angry and agitated and, and unfocused in your own life. But you're going to be the most powerful ally for our Indigenous community if you can stay in a centred place and if you can create harmony around yourself. And something that I've learned from meditation over the years and have loved is that human beings are made, everything in this world is made up of energy. And that energy is, you know, in our body holds a vibration. So when we hold a vibration of love and peace and harmony, then we're actually able to ripple that in the people around us. If we're in a heightened state and we're, we're activating fear in our body, then we're going to keep adding to that. And yes, you might be able to hold that fear and channel it to passion, but somebody else might not. And that's where, you know, we, we start to risk um, suicide increase and depression and, and long lasting um real health in implicate in um health problems that um as is going to make it a lot harder for us to bounce back as a community so try and hold some love some peace and some harmony in your own body and act from that place because it it is a more powerful vibration and it doesn't mean you're being apathetic to the story it means that you're seeking to leave a change and an impact um, that comes from a place of love and connection which is what we need you know like this all started this started thousands of years ago because people were disconnected there was disharmony between races between um, understandings and belief systems you know if you look at the whole human history that's where it all begins is when people uh, out of harmony so it doesn't mean that you need to support or you know the other side or you know um, sympathize, sympathize with them but it does mean that we can actually do we can try something different here we can try to change this world and fight for our indigenous communities and give them a voice from a place of love and connection rather than disharmony and hate and I think that is going to be better on yourself and make you a, um, a vehicle for change long into the future and that you're not going to burn out in, in this heightened state. So try and be a critical thinker to create harmony in your own body and act from that place because it means that your brain is going to be more capable of seeing solutions and making change and investing and supporting our community um, for years and years to come, not just in this bubble of of hype and and um, you know news that's happening right now. A few other things that I think I've learned over the years is that our indigenous community is very connected to this land, and they have beautiful traditions of sitting in circle, of singing, of writing stories, of sharing stories. Um, to sitting around a fire, to, um, you know, feeling into this land and connecting with the plants and the animals and, and the stories. And, you know, in a time where it's really easy to be on the internet and it's really easy to post a, a black image on your Instagram account, um, it's a, it's a nice time to stop and connect and to, to put yourself in the shoes of our Indigenous people who were on this land before any civilization hit 
and before there was buildings and money and they moved throughout the land and they connected and they they moved as tribes and community so if you're feeling that stress and anxiety moving through your body then go and learn um, about the land that you're sitting on right now who are the indigenous people what are their stories what do they know about this land and put yourself in their shoes and walk barefoot and you know listen to the sounds of the native animals and and observe the plants and the skies and and the sounds around you and um and for me when i do that i that sparks empathy that sparks sparks awe it sparks compassion you know i'm inspired and and i look at our indigenous people and go wow you're so full of wisdom that we're missing out on by coming in and building roads and making businesses and and moving so quickly from a to b rather than walking and um and being one with the land and and really connecting and appreciating and honoring this sacred space so by putting yourself in their shoes you're actually able to have more empathy you're actually able to have more compassion and by understanding their way of life and then sharing it with others we're able to preserve and restore what was taken away from them it was taken from them this land was taken um their stories their language is not even you know is is dying out every single day um so by you know as allies as white people if you can go out and seek to understand their stories and help them to preserve it help them to restore what was taken away by putting yourself in their shoes then that is going to be a story that we can tell our children's children and that you know we can um we can sit back and say that was a painful time in history but because we approached it with lasting change and we sought to understand and seek and connect with our indigenous communities and through our resources and our power and our reach and our money behind them and gave them back what they would take what was taken from them now we're able to actually see the richness and the harmony and of how this country lives and moves and honors their indigenous people in this country so sit in circle with them sit in circle with your loved ones go away and research and understand their stories read the books read the languages um watch the stories connect and celebrate the beauty um that this indigenous community on this land of australia um has and is holding and it's not too late it's not too late to to collect the stories and the the beauty um from our indigenous elders and to finish this off i would really love to pay my respects to elders both past present and emerging of this land that we call home in australia thank you and stay safe out there everyone if you're protesting this weekend do it peacefully use your business for good and reach out to your communities invest in them and seek to understand
Thank you so much for tuning into the Startup Creative Podcast. If you get a chance, head to iTunes and leave a rating and review. And don't forget to hit subscribe so you get notified every time there's a new podcast up. See you next week.